these guys, you know, they could come a call to action and hopefully there is at some stage because things go well. So these guys have to stay conditioned. It's irresponsible not to and not fair on them either. So gym is a, the safest gym would be our gym, you know, in terms of we can control the hygiene there properly. And then any former, there's no team training whatsoever, no team meetings, uh, but the guys can do individual work, you know, whether it's catching high balls or uh, deficit work that they might want to do their defensive tracking by themselves, especially with the coaches a few meters away. So no team training, but they will still be working. There's no question. Uh, just on the, some of the comments I said on the weekend after the game, I was a bit disappointed that those were published two or three days later because this is moving so fast. You know, um, when we had the post-match press conference, we hadn't even seen the Sanzar release. Um, then there was a relative, relative elemental normality around our society, you know. And obviously one was keen for, for the rugby economy to keep playing. And obviously we are, and I am deeply respectful of, you know, what the president said on Sunday night and the obvious impact and consequences of our society, respectful of the Saru and Sanzar guidelines. Doc are going to how we, how we are respecting those. Um, so those comments weren't inferred of any form. It was just one is acutely aware and I suppose much, much more aware now what the damage this is going to do to our, as I said, the rugby economy and our society as a whole. And, you know, I was at the sort of the phrase there, we didn't realise how bad it was, we had no instructions whatsoever. I was saying it's pretty, we couldn't keep playing in some form to people could be broadcast stuff and that uh, there was something to generate, you know, that side of the rugby economy, if you like. Um, that was obviously overtaken by events dramatically over the weekend. Don't forget, on when we woke up on Saturday morning, we were still flying to Argentina on Monday. We were still, um, people were still on and that sort of thing. And obviously, that's a very different world to what we live in today. So we're completely respectful of and grateful for Sanzar, for sorry for the edicts and the instructions. And that's what, um, you know, I'm really proud of this, this group's resilience. I know there's a lot of, and I stand to be justifiably credit and hype around the shots, but I think, you know, when we... We, we ran out into that, that game on Saturday, uh, and I, I say it feels odd talking about rugby now, and we heard about our Springbok pack, you know, the reality is there were three Springboks in the Sharks pack, three in the Stormers pack. If you took three Springboks like we had out of any other Springbok team, let alone a franchise, took, we took three Springboks out of our pack before we played the log leaders away, I actually thought we showed to lose both your halfbacks by half time, to lose your left foot when the only threat in that game was the kicking game, to lose it 19 minutes in. I think we showed enormous resilience. We're not the stormers that we were at the start of the season. That's just the reality of these, of these freakish round of injuries. Take five World Cup finals out of any team, it's just going to be... It's, so I'm actually proud of our resistance. You know, credit to the Sharks, were great. You know, they had nine Springboks running on the field. We had six. They had six in the back line plus Fassi. And I think uh, the way that it's going, you know, I think we did well in that fight in the, in the circumstances and showed enormous resilience. You take any halfbacks out of any team as a kicking game, before half-time, you're going to be under pressure. So, it's a, look, it's a tough position we're in. One thing we do have got, and I'm not sure what other franchises have got, we've got depth. And I think we showed some degree of character.